The Law of Haunted Houses. Uh, that's a new book. Well, actually, it's in the latest volume of the UBC Law Review. It's not a book on its own, but nonetheless, uh, Reagan Seidler joins us, who authored The Law of Haunted Houses, to tell us all about it. Reagan, thank you for your time today. appreciate you joining us. Hey, Shay. Happy to be here. This is a really interesting story, and I think it'll be a bit of an eye-opener to a lot of people. Um, when we talk about buying homes in Canada or Alberta, where horrible things have happened, murders, or whatever the case may be, you don't have a right to know that before you buy the property, do you? That's right. And that is a shock to a lot of people yeah. because it happens, frankly, just like in the movies, right? A couple buys a house, it looks perfect, they get a good price, they've done their due diligence, right? They've, they've got the house inspection, they've done the title search, and it's only when they move in, the neighbor comes by and says, well, have you met the little girl in the attic yet? And then, <laughs> then their opinion changes. So what does it say? What, what do we have a right to know when we go to buy a home? I mean, is, is, where's that line? Obviously, they don't have to tell you if there's a ghost that lives there or if a horrible thing has happened. Maybe they should. Some people might think. But what do we have a right to know? Generally, the rule in Canada is that sellers are supposed to disclose, disclose hidden defects that make a house dangerous. Alberta is a little uncertain. Some judges think that you should disclose every hidden defect. Um, but in any event, so it's, it's somewhere in that range, right? They're, yeah. they're focused on hidden defects. But courts are saying that when it comes to something like a murder or a ghost, any of those kind of horrible, evil things that are in a home's history, they're saying those just simply aren't defects. Really? Okay. Um, now, what if the realtor wants to tell you? I mean, if they just feel that this is the right thing to do, what is the law around what realtors tell you? Do they have to be fully transparent with you if they decide to take this route? Yeah, realtors have kind of their own rules, right, because they're supposed to be honorable and so on. But I think the message that people have to know is that if, if that information doesn't come from them, right, if they buy a haunted house or a house with anything that, that upsets them and, you know, the contract is done, once they're past that point, they, they don't have any recourse in court because the sellers were just simply under no obligation in Canada anyway to share that information. And, and it has shocked people. Um, in BC, just a couple of years ago, there was a famous case where a woman bought a $6 million home, which I mean, in Vancouver is probably a one bedroom, but sure. uh, she entered into the contract and then learned from her friend that the seller's son-in-law was murdered outside the front gate in a gang related killing. She tried to get out of the contract and the court said, no, um, you know, there was no reason that they should have told this to you. So, so you're stuck with it. Has this been debated before? Is this something that's gone around uh, through court systems and things like that? Is this something that's been the subject of legal arguments in the past? Oh, this comes up all the time. <laughs> uh, we actually get these rules from England. And in England, there was a famous case where a biologist adopted a young girl as his ward when that was done, yeah. uh, then murdered her and hid her body parts all around the house, right, in the floors and walls and, and whatever. Ugh. So when this house was bought decades later, the purchasers found out that not only was there a horrible event in this uh, home's history, but there were pieces of this girl in their walls. And the court basically said, you know, if, if you didn't want a little girl's body in your wall, you should have asked if, if it was there, um, which does seem in some ways kind of unfair. So there's certainly a moral debate about whether this rule is fair. What is your view? Would you be upset if you found out, you know, there was maybe some child killed in your basement? I think probably. I think I definitely would. I think, you know, that would be something that would be a little bit unsettling. I understand the why they wouldn't want to disclose it. I mean, obviously, you're going to really hurt your resale value. I would think that's the argument against this, right? 
that's part of it, uh, for sure. I mean, the other argument, though, is that now the buyer is stuck with a home that yeah. they might not be able to resell. But generally, the logic is that it's very difficult to know what might concern a buyer, right? Because some people might be upset by a natural, peaceful death. Others might say that's no problem. Uh, for some people, you know, if you have an exorcism in the middle, does that break the chain? So it's just very difficult to know from a seller's point of view what is worth mentioning. So courts have basically said, let's put the risk of that on buyers. If there's something that they're upset about, they better ask that question because, um, you know, it's, I guess, in their view, the easiest way to solve the problem. Yeah. But it, it leads to problems all the time, right? If you accidentally buy the Amityville Horror House, uh, that's not going to have no impact on your resale value. Absolutely not. So if you ask the question of the realtor, they are legally respond. they have to tell you the truth. No, no, that's the other thing. If you're a seller of one of these homes and you don't want to disclose, you can just choose to say nothing. Really? The only thing is they can't lie about it. Okay. So you can, you can say, I decline to answer and just kind of roll the dice. But the other scary thing is sometimes the sellers of these houses will actually change the address. So if you go to research your house, uh, you know, to look for crime stories or, or whatever it yeah. is, sometimes, for example, the Amityville Horror House has a different address now than it did when it, you know, possessed the, the axe murderer. Really? Fellow. Yeah. So very, it's a, it's a risky business. Now, but the other interesting thing too is, you know, most U S states actually have a law on this. More okay, than 30 ask, yeah. states have passed a law. Canada hasn't and Alberta hasn't. So there's no one way that this has to be resolved. If your listeners are upset by this, uh, you know, it would be an easy change if certainly if enough agreed. Yeah. Full disclosure would make sense. Fascinating right. stuff, right? It really is. Thanks so much. It's not something you want to walk into, yeah. No, definitely sure. We'll have not. a great Halloween. You've got a great Halloween show today, so I'm going to be listening the whole day. Awesome. I appreciate that. Thanks very much. Have a great day and happy Halloween. For sure. You too. Take care. That is Reagan Seidler, author of The Law of Haunted Houses in the latest volume of the UBC Law Review.